dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. I went to the doctor, and we're seeing about what's wrong with my pancreas and all that good stuff. It's called getting old, folks. You don't care for yourself, and I sort of kind of didn't. Well, we'll see what happens anyway. I'm sure everything will turn out fine. So, today, uh, as as we left the world of astonishing swordsmen and sorcerers of Hyperborea, today I want to talk about plugging the holes. Plugging the holes in your adventure. And what I mean is, identifying the stop gaps. Now, I may have talked a little bit about this before, but I sort of want to go over this again. I, at least I think I did, anyway. And we'll talk about that after this. Well, what I mean about that is you're not really plugging up holes, you're figuring out alternate ways to do things. Now, of course, I'm not a big one for predicting what the players will do. But you know what? You got to do that to a certain extent. Even if it's always like, if they do this, do that. If they do this, do that. And then just leave it at that. And then if they do a third thing, that's when the improv comes in. Oh, boy. But like I said, I'm not saying, as you know, I'm a, a lazy dungeon master. And as you know, I, I, I do have to plan those things out once in a while. You have to have contingencies, at least a little bit. I don't. I like to have as little contingencies as possible, but I do think about them. Two, maybe, because if you're putting an encounter there and they do something totally unexpected, hey, I'm going to roll with it. I'm going to have. I'm having a ball at that time. You know, make me think, make me work, make this mo- make this encounter work, work for itself, because that's the only way. You get better, the players get better, and just having more fun. Fun is the name of the game, as usual. And what I mean is plugging up holes. Uh, somebody else put his idea, uh, I think the Alexandrian put his, identify the choke points. And to tell you the truth, you really shouldn't have any choke points in your game. That's why he came up with the three clue rule and things like that. Even an encounter, even if it has nothing to do with clues and stuff, never make an encounter that only has one way of figuring it out. This is the same for puzzles. If you do puzzles, traps might be the same thing. But like I said, you know, you never, ever, you should remember this, never, ever say, they have to defeat X in order to to proceed with the story. Any choke points, anything that will make your story stop dead in the water. And this also goes for things like if the the characters don't have, they need a certain skill or a certain special ability or something, you need a token from, it's like a video game. It says, dude, if you didn't get the axe here, you can't use it on this part. You don't know. That doesn't fly in role-playing games. You, you've, you play through it is what I'm saying. You play through it and let the, and, and I'm not saying you have to figure out the whole thing. If they throw you a curveball and you're rolling with it, you know, 
they've got to do their part too. The players, let the players work a bit. How are you going to do this? Well, we could do that. I mean, if they just sit there and you say, okay, you, you guys got nothing for this. What are you going to do? And they just sit there. No, 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 no. No, you start like, okay, what are you guys going to do? That's when the creative juices start flowing in you and them because you want them to figure it out. It's their adventure. I mean, it's your adventure too, but I mean, they're the one running through it and they are in this situation. So they should figure out how to get out of it. And I would take anything that even sounded halfway plausible. And even if it wasn't plausible, if they wanted to try it, I'd let them try it. And I'd give them a 50-50 chance of it working. If it's something totally, totally out of left field, and there is no way in this is going to happen. I mean, there isn't, if they, they do something like there isn't even a percentage chance of it working, I would say it doesn't work. But that would be a rarity because they usually come up with something, no matter how ludicrous. They did this. I've seen, it's funny, if you've ever seen the made for video film that Disney did, Mickey, Donald, and Goop, The Three Musketeers. There was this one part where Goofy did something. He tripped over himself and stuff like this, and he ran through this tower, and he ran out again, and he did what he was supposed to do, and you know, they went on. And later on in the story, when his his friends are in danger and stuff like that, and he said, what am I going to do with I'll do the same thing I did before. And he trips over and does everything else and it ends up saving the day. And I thought that was brilliant. It's like, well, do what you're good at. I think that's what they were trying to say. And it just it just worked. It you know, so let them let them figure something out. Sit there and say, what are you gonna do? Here's the present them the situation. What are you gonna do? Let them figure it out. And they run, run, okay, I want to try this and I want to try that. Okay, fine, go ahead. And if they have to make some rolls, so be it. If you have to make a roll behind the screen, so be it. But, you know, let them work for it. And never, ever, like I said, you should have your contingencies. If one or if you've got two or three ways to get around this trap, two or three ways to get around this encounter or make this encounter, or if the counter starts going bad, there are ways you can fix it. Once again, I took that challenge a while back, remember, saying don't cheat on the dice, let the dice fall the way they may, and don't lie to your players. I'm still going to do that, but that doesn't mean I can't think of alternate ways for this to work. So there's that. And that, and you're getting help from the players. I de- uh, It's almost like I demand help from my players because they are in it. That's what I'm trying to say. They're in it. And they got they got themselves into this. They can get themselves out of this. That's the way it works. Because sometimes you just got to play it as it lays. Play the ball where it lies. If they're trapped in a room with 10 giant spiders and their torch is going out and the, the mage only has X number of spells that aren't enough, they they better, okay, what are you going to do before this fight starts? What are you going to do? They come up with something ideal? Fine. I'll let them try it, and if it works, it works. I will want, I want them. I want them to succeed. That's the whole thing. As a game master, I want them to succeed. So, like I said, anything they come up with, 
go with it and have your contingencies ready. They may do something that you predicted. They actually may do something that you already had a plan for. You never know. That's how unpredictable it is. Anyway, I think you guys got the point. I'm going to go start my day. So until I uh, get ready to wrap up the show right away, instead of saying, if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar@gmail.com or drop me a voicemail at Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. And thanks again, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, and John Allen. Thanks, guys. Don't forget Dan Gregg's Young Grognard Podcast, the Y-U-N-G Grognard Podcast. Uh, Mark C. Walring's The Yawning Albert Podcast. Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries. And my friend Eric Tinkar's The Tavern, Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.